Hi, I'm Marcus, and I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon. You can too by visiting patreon.com slash genxgrownup. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listener, to this episode 37 of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I am John. Joining me as always is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Mo is here. Hey, everybody. I'm glad you're here, Mo, because uh, Uh one of our fourth listeners has a bone to pick with you before we get going in the show. Uh Uh-oh, who do I offend this time? (laughs) No, now, if it was was offensive, it would have been George, but this isn't offensive. Right, wow. (laughs) I agreed and then realized you insulted me at the same time. (laughs) So, you guys remember uh, Matt from over at Deep Fried Geeks, I'm sure, right? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. He messaged us on Facebook, and he was uh, complimenting us on the show. He enjoyed it, but he was talking about the last episode, and he said at the end of all that, P.S., you need to teach Mo how to say Aquaman, LOL. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to say that word again, apparently, but I'm kind of curious as to like, <laughs> how I said it wrong. <laughs> well, okay, so this was last episode, so listen back to this. What are you looking forward to between now and our next show? So this is kind of interesting because this is like, I guess, the first time I'm looking forward to a DC movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is Aquaman, just because I think it'll be interesting. Um, the actor, I like the actor who's playing Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa. It seems kind of tongue-in-cheekish. Kind of- so apparently he has a problem with the hard A in that. Uh, yeah, the, the hard Aquaman. A, Aquaman. <laughs> Aqua. Like aquarium. <laughs> I told Matt, well, that's the British pronunciation. And he said, oh, British, British pronunciation. Said, no, that's just my excuse for him. <laughs> hey, I'm from New York. You got to say Aquaman. Forget Aquaman. about it. Aquaman. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah, Aquaman. Come on. <laughs> it goes Aquaman. to show we, we won't only read complimentary uh, messages. If you have anything to say about <laughs> yeah. Any of our shows. John, <laughs> right. <laughs> I have a filter. Anything you say bad about me is gone, but George and Mo, they're fair game. We're fair game, yeah. <laughs> now I'm totally self-conscious about this. Now I'm never going to see you talk about that movie ever again. I don't know. You can't ever again. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Matt, thanks for writing in. And if you want to have your email or message read here on the show, just uh, hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. But with that, I say we get into the show. Don't tell me I've been doing laundry for 50 years. But new Cling Free does beat every other leading fabric softener. It eliminates static better than your liquid, Grandma. And it's more convenient than Mom's white sheet. Mmm, fresh new fragrance. Makes clothes smell fresher than ever. We'll kick things off here with the media section of our show where we like to talk about what we've seen, uh, movies or uh, TV shows or music or whatever that is. And I think we get started right away with uh, George. You have something uh, you wanted to talk about. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so there's a series based on a film that was pretty popular. I think you guys probably both watched it. Big Hero 6. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. There's a series about it? There is a series. There's an animated yeah, series. It. It's a Disney XD, I think, or one of the Disney channels. You know how they have like multiple Disney cartoons. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, like ESPN 8. Yeah. That's the the Baymax movie, right? The inflatable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right, mm-hmm. right. So the animation is not quite as high quality as the film, but sure. you would expect that because they're making these on a, a faster pace. The one thing that was interesting to me, though, a lot of the voice actors from the movie actually 
went and did the TV series as well. They oh, didn't that's have to nice. replace very many people. They only replaced the guy who was the sign twirling kind of like, ooh, let's be a superhero team. That guy. Oh, the stoner dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they replaced his voice and then like one of the other ones. Oh, and the series cool. is actually pretty good. Is it really? Well, that's refreshing. A lot of times you yeah. they don't get that. You know, they have a great movie, but yeah. those people are often big voices and big names. They move on. But sure. Is, it, is this new? It is new. Okay. The first episode is actually the time between when they solved the, the very first case that they all came together as the big hero six team for in the movie. Yeah. And before Baymax came back. Okay. Oh, so remember at the end of the movie, Baymax comes back because he finds a little card and he rebuilds him and all like that at the very end of the film. Yeah, I didn't yeah. cry. But there was like a little time gap between the time when Baymax sacrificed himself and the time when Baymax came back. Well, that little gap of time is what the first episode is all about. Oh, so jumping right in with continuity. So keeping up yeah. with uh, getting the story. Nice. Huh. Yeah. And it's a really good series. I would recommend to take a chance and watch this series. It came out during the summer. So it's already the first season's already over with. You can pick it up. It's like 22, 23 episodes. So you should be able to find it in reruns or probably on some Disney streaming service somewhere or oh, something sure. like that. Okay. Yeah. Is it just called Big Hero 6? Is that the name of it? Yep. Big Hero 6. Huh. Well, okay. It's that's. <laughs> off I go to find Big Hero 6. Yeah, that was a great film. And the fact that they continued the same voice actors, a lot of time you see those like direct-to-DVD Toy Story, something they get Tom Hanks' brother to do, Woody or whatever, and right. it's not quite the same. But Yeah, yeah I was surprised. Great. Absolutely. Isn't it funny how like something like changing a voice can make a difference? Oh, a huge difference. Oh, yeah. 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 Animation, that's, yeah, that's, that's the heart of those characters. Immediately, you're like, wait, that's not the same person. Even though it's right. animated, like who really cares? But you just kind of pick up that it's not the same. Yeah. How about you, Mo? What have you been watching? Well, I just saw something that just dropped on Netflix yesterday. I mean, today's are the 28th, right? So it's the 27th. It was the Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Black Mirror has a new episode? Okay. Not only is it a new episode... It's a interactive episode. Ooh. Is this the thing that's like a choose your own adventure Black Mirror? Oh my God. I heard about this coming. Black Mirror. It, it how, drops. Okay. It's how, out there. Where, it's on Netflix. Where, where, how much do I have to pay? It's on Netflix? <laughs> Damn it. I don't have Netflix. Oh, dude. They have to be on Netflix because it's interactive, right? You pick it's your own path. Yeah, you can't. I, I only heard it. they were making this. I didn't know that it happened. It's, All right, it's guys. Out. Podcast it is, is out. over. I got to go do this thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I got to go sign up for Netflix. Crap. Let me tell you, though, um, I went through it. And I have no no spoilers here. Like some of the decisions you make are like kind of small. You're like, why the hell am I making? Like, who cares, right? But then you get into it and you realize that those have like implications later on. Oh, sure. And it does a good job of like when you hit the end of a branch, I guess you would call it. Right. It'll push you back to where you made that decision that switched the branch. So you could go back and check another branch out. Yeah. Like change your decision and see where it would have taken you instead. Well, I guess they want you to watch it multiple times. That's why they would do that. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went through and there's so many branches on this thing, too. It's, It's I, I'm sure I've not seen all of the endings yet, but I saw two of the endings, which I was like, that's kind of neat. Hmm. It was much better than I expected it to be because, you know, some of these interactive stuff, you're like, yeah, okay, whatever, right? Well, it could be gimmicky, right? It, it could easily yeah, have it could been be gimmicky, gimmicky. Exactly. But in this one, they interwove it right into the whole Black Mirror themes and stuff. But it's got that Black Mirror pedigree. and Exactly. So, you know, I thought I saw a trailer for it some time ago. Isn't it kind of like set in the 70s or 80s? It's kind of 80s. retro too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Set in the oh, 80s. Oh, nice. Even better. Yep. Oh, they just keep the taking all the boxes for us, George. We, we're going to have to go watch this, I guess. Yeah. So, and one of the choices you have to make is a music choice. Yeah, I'm so. logging in right now to Netflix, so <laughs> I'm already trying to sign up. I mean, actually, to tell you the truth, even though it was a little, I mean, I could see it be gimmicky, I would totally watch another one of these uh, based on this first one because hmm. it was just such a, it was, it was very well done, of course, because, you know, 
Black Mirror. Black Mirror thing. production, yeah. Were there any known actors in it, or is it all... No, it's not... Pe- no one I recognize. Okay. They're all really good actors, though. The okay. acting was excellent, and especially when you're like, wait a minute, you have to switch... Like, this is a totally different decision they had to make here. It's it's just really, really well done, and it, it does a good job of kind of pulling you into it as well, so I would highly recommend it. Wow. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, dropping some bombs today. Yeah, right? No kidding. <laughs> well, I have one that I circled back on. Uh, you know, we kind of tend to have like a backlog of things that we want to watch, or we had heard about and I picked up on a film called The Sisters Brothers. Wait, the sis- it's like sister wives? Nope, it's like <laughs> it, it's, a, it's two brothers and their last name is Sisters so they are the Sisters Brothers. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. I was trying to figure out the family yeah. tree there. That had some weird branch entanglements. So I wasn't sure what I don't know if that's on. even branches. It's just like a trunk. <laughs> like if they were the Jones Brothers, the last name is Jones, the last name just happens to be Sisters, you know, and okay. at, at a glance I thought maybe this could be a funny film or something. I saw one trailer for it some time ago. Uh, and the trailer was very, it almost made it out like it was kind of going to be kind of a dark comedy or something. It's This is a Western. Okay. It's two brothers. At face value, I mean, John C. Riley and Joaquin Phoenix, that's the two oh, brothers. Okay, okay. that's, that's a good start right there. Jake Gyllenhaal is a primary and uh, Riz Ahmed. So it has a lot of big people in it that I want to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah. I'm like, it's time to settle back. You know, last night I'm like, I'm going to watch the Sisters Brothers finally. I've got it in my media library and um, watch out. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> Okay. In a good way or bad way. So it really misleads you if you ever watch the trailer. What I was looking forward to was not what I got. Okay. It depends on what your taste is in films. The Sisters Brothers is definitely like an 1830s, 1850s era. Westernish kind of thing. Gold rush kind of setup is what's happening. That's kind of in Oregon and they're headed down into California, headed for the gold rush. It's such a slow movie. I almost stopped watching it two different times because wow. I felt like nothing was happening and I couldn't keep up with what was going on. Wow. Okay. Right? And so, but it is such a slow burn of a movie. It's almost, you know, sometimes you have those movies that we say, you've got to sit there and pay close attention and stay riveted or you'll miss things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not that. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Way to lead me down the wrong path. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, the, it's almost the opposite of that. You have have to work hard to focus so you don't tune out because things operate on such a slow pace. It's really about building little tiny character flaws and and eventually all these characters from these disparate places come together and it does pay off, but it feels very much like a small off-Broadway stage production than it does a big film, which is kind of how it was marketed. Hmm. So if you like Westerns and you like character piece stuff, you know, for a movie that starts off with a gunfight, it's amazingly slow paced, this film. Wow. So is it drama or comedy or somewhere in between or what? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. In fact, it kind of made itself seem with a name like the Sisters Brothers. You'd think that's you think kind of be. a tongue in cheek. Well, yeah. and John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a comedy at all. It, it's okay. almost, I would, I would say this is a Western Greek tragedy. Nothing goes well for any of these people in this film. Oh, uh, and okay. I'm not saying they all die, but at, at the, the end, end of the film, everyone is in a worse place than where they began, which is very much 
Greek tragedy kind of thing. Like foreign which film. Which is, it's not a feel good. It's not a Hollywood feeling kind of picture. And John C. Riley is absolutely stretching his chops a bit here. He, it is not funny at all. And he was riveting in it. If you could stay paying attention throughout the film. Well, he's done some dramatic roles in the past. It's just that he's more known for his comedy yeah. element right now. Yeah. And great in it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll debate whether or not to watch it then. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a debate. So watch out. But I want you to know really what you're getting into if you choose to watch it. Because if you look at the trailers, it's not that. So brace yourself so you're not thrown for a loop and you tune out before you get to the good part. Okay. I feel good about Fleischmann's because I've got some pretty particular people to feed. Have some muffins. And Fleischmann's is the only leading margarine that has both 100% corn oil and zero cholesterol. Fleischmann's, made with 100% corn oil. You'll feel good about it because there's a lot to feel good about. Could you use a helping hand on your next electronics project? Quad Hands is the ultimate third hand helping hands vice and hobby station. The first thing you'll notice is how heavy a quad hands is. It's made from solid steel and then coated with a baked on powder coat for a durable finish. And the rubber feet are going to keep it from sliding on your bench and give you a nice sturdy work surface. Those flexible all metal gooseneck arms feature rotating alligator clips to hold your boards and wires firmly in place. And removable silicone covers come pre-installed on those clips to protect those delicate wires and boards. And those arms can be put anywhere you need them, no fumbling around with awkward joints that are difficult to position. The quad hands was designed to help you do your best work. It's built to last right here in the USA and backed by a lifetime guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Order yours today from Amazon or quadhands.com. Gen X Grown Up podcast listeners can save 20%. Just use offer code GENXUP20, that's genxup two zero For your next project, let a quad hands hold what your hands create. All right, now we're going to get into one of my favorite parts, which is tech toys. Yeah, all those cool gadgets. Hey, before we get into new stuff, now, Mo, a couple of shows ago, you said you got a toy that we were all very envious of, that 3D printer. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Did you get Because I have some stuff I need you to make. <laughs> <laughs> it, it came in about like a few days before Christmas, and I've been playing with it. And let me tell you, this is, I'm having a ton of fun with this thing. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember early days of computers when Trash 80s and, you know, Vic 20, Commodore 64s, all the, and there was sure. like those, those small communities of people who were just totally dedicated to it. Like the hobby. Hobbyist yeah, kind absolutely. of like hobbyist. Right. That's exactly what this is. It is extremely hobbyist kind of thing where the first three things I printed on my 3D printer were modifications to my 3D printer to make it better. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? What was wrong with it? <laughs> you know, not, not big things, but like someone said like, hey, the way the filament guide is here, there's a chance you could actually hit this thing, which you don't want to do. So here's a piece you can make that will keep that from happening. Oh, that's amazing. That's the miracle of 3D printers. Here's a place where you can cut the lead on your motherboard to give yourself an extra <laughs> exactly. day it's, of memory. It's, it's exactly that kind of stuff. There's, there's a fan on it that's pointed up the exhaust for it. And someone says, hey, you know, that's right underneath the bed and filament can fall into your fan. So, hey, here's the thing you could print out, make a cover for it. Like a grill or something. Like a huh. grill. Yeah. Well, actually, it made, like a diver- it made a divert for it, actually. So it comes off the side now. Oh, damn. That's that's amazing. And it even uses like the existing screws. So I just unscrew the stuff that's there and screw this thing <laughs> on top of it. I mean, it is just a massive community on it. The printer I got, which is the Ender 3, is one of the, the new kind of Chinese ones that are being made. So it's not like the MakerBots or these big names. Mm-hmm. But- 
let me tell you, everybody I've looked online, all stuff, everyone just raves. Like they said, this is like a high quality piece of machinery for, especially for the price. You know, I've been printing all sorts of things. I made John a little Donkey Kong figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> so how much again did it cost? So right now it's 179 I think it's, well, on, it's shit. on sale. I just so spent about, $180. Damn it. See, you could have gotten this. I really hoped you were going to tell us this was a piece of crap. I really no. was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this this way. I'm, I'm kind of past that point of like, okay, I made all the like the usual stuff and now I'm like into the tweaking and and that's the thing is that there's just so many like tweaks and mods and there's a thing called slicer software so you have your 3D model file and then you have to put it into a slicer which makes the layers oh right, right. yeah your, because it draws everything in layers it, right yeah the slicer is free software it's, it's community supported so mm-hmm. it's people out there making so it's called Cura C-U-R-A let me tell you this little thing I mean it's and there's just a thousand settings for it you're sitting there like oh you know my model the lines are not coming quite right and you look on Online, there's a thousand people telling you what's wrong. Like here, I would never get anything done this. ever again. Oh, let me tell you, I'm, <laughs> I have been spending days on this thing. Now, the only thing that's kind of, I guess, in a way, good about it is that when you start a print, it's not that fast. So the print something like say, like a say a three inch tall figure, let's say that's mm-hmm. in pretty good detail, could take a couple hours. Yeah, well, that's kind of a three D printing reality. So it kind of forces you to take a break. <laughs> you know, you have no choice. <laughs> what if you have something that you want to duplicate, like a little square block or you want to and there's not a design that's out there already pre-programmed sure. is there a way to scan something into it uh, or take a picture or something that's like yeah that's there's software that does that i think that you have that's it's totally separate and i don't think it's free but if you could design it from ground up there's a bunch of free 3d modeling software out there mm-hmm. like SketchUp and a couple so you like could model it and extrude Google. it and make it you oh, could, yeah you can model it yourself and import it into this slicer and it'll cut it up for you but huh, um okay. i mean and there's the different materials you can use now with these things yeah you talked about the ones cool. that had the metal or wood that you could sand yeah, the metal, different stuff wooded. there's some that are flexible yeah. um and different levels of flexibility built into it so you can make like phone cases and things wow. like that for it Jeez. i mean it's it's just a lot of fun i mean at first i was like what would i do this for now i'm like okay where else can i build what would i do it for? yeah <laughs> so how much real estate does it take up how big is this box uh, the box stuff isn't that big. It's maybe, I don't know, 18 by 18 inches squared. Okay. Oh. And about two feet Somebody high. Some I'd seen were quite a bit larger. So. so foot and a half, foot and a half, two feet high. Okay. Yeah, thereabouts. Maybe a little taller. I'm having a ton of fun with it. I went to Facebook and there's a community on, of course, there's a thousand communities on 3D printing. There's a huge number of communities just on this printer, like people who just own this printer. So I'm sure you'll have a link down in the show notes so that oh, yeah. uh, our listeners Reddit. and George and I can go and buy our own <laughs> version of your 3D printer. Oh yeah. This is a lot of fun. I could see see me getting I'm trying to find something more practical <laughs> right yeah. to use it for but you know um, f- fun counts that's practical but it's as I say I'm having a blast with it so I would highly recommend it and this one for the price I mean I don't know what the more expensive ones go but let me tell you for the amount of money I spent I'm totally feel like I'm getting my money's worth out of it that's cool to hear I'm glad all right well George how about you you got any tech for us to talk about well it was Christmas and uh, it was. I was lucky enough to have some Christmas gifts bought for me off my Amazon list. So there you go. Oh, nice. I did get a new piece of tech toy, the Oculus <gasps> Go. Oh, how is that? I heard about that. It's very fun. The best thing that I've enjoyed so far with the Oculus Go is putting it on my wife and watching her freak out that she's going to fall <laughs> down the drain canal you know, place or something like that. I mean, the realism of virtual reality can't be overstated when it comes to a device that's made properly. I've had the little cheap yeah. virtual reality headsets that you slide your phone in and your phone, you know, yeah, does the all the video ones or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. 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 Those are okay. But, you know, if you don't line up that little middle line on the phone, 
perfectly with the eyes. Everything gets all- get cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah, this this one, everything's completely built in. It's manufactured to behave properly right from the beginning. There are a couple of things that some people might not like. For instance, you cannot focus or shift or move around the eyepieces like you can on those little cheap ones, you know, where you can move them left, right, up, down to help mm-hmm. with your eyes. But so far for me, I do need to wear glasses a little bit. I have a little bit of vision problems. But so far, this thing has compensated perfectly for it. You place the thing on your head. You can see right through easily without any blurry spots or anything like that. Uh, very comfortable to wear. That was the other thing mm. I noticed. The first time I placed it and decided to start watching something, I watched a movie for like two hours. Never got uncomfortable. Never had marks on my face, anything like that. Huh, that's good. It's got like a, like a padding on your face kind of or, or foam or rubber. You remember a little while ago, there was that Google Pixel one that was out that yeah. you got for free if you bought that first Google Pixel. So that mm-hmm. same material, this looks like it's that same kind of thing. It's a fabric, microfiber oh, okay. kind of thing yeah, with yeah, foam nice. inside it. Yeah. So so is this like a, all self-contained? Do you have to hook it up to something? It's completely self-contained. As long as you have Wi-Fi, then you're good to go. You do need to pair it to your phone to set it up because there's an Oculus app that's on your phone, whether it be iPhone or Android, that helps you to set up the device. But it's Bluetooth connected that way. So, you know, it's just... Oh, find your nearby Oculus Go device and it finds it right away. No problem. Oculus Go itself uses Wi-Fi to reach out to the Internet. So as long as you have a Wi-Fi signal, if you don't have a Wi-Fi signal, just turn on the hotspot on your phone. It'll use that. Okay, yeah. I've used it probably 10, 15 times so far in different sessions and done things from watching movies at a drive-in movie theater environment where you (laughs) even hear cricket still. (laughs) That's neat. All the way to going through horror virtual experience which seems to be a big thing because every time I look through the recommended for you, it's like 20 different virtual horror experiences. I think the shock and awe is kind of a thing for Oculus Go. Ah. But one of the things I'm most looking forward to is that apparently with the Oculus system or the Samsung Gear VR systems, you can interact with your friends and watch movies and have meetings in virtual reality. So we could then become friends in the operating system. And when I'm watching a movie, I can invite you to come watch it or vice versa, that sort of thing. It oh, also I've seen that in like to- commercials and trailers, mm-hmm. like guys watching a movie and like they're oh, yeah, in the different places. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Making fun of each and other. Yeah, yeah. Audio yeah. is great. It does have a separate auxiliary report for headphones if you want to use headphones but even if not it has its own speaker system which works really well wow oh it does also have an app for plex so if you have a plex server or if you oh, share cool. content on somebody okay. else's plex server you can watch all your plex media dang now, can, can you play games and stuff with this or is it there are just games media there's a little handheld controller that comes with it that has a touchpad for your thumb and a trigger finger and a couple of other little like home and back buttons menu things that kind of stuff and i've played a couple of them there's like a little cowboy area zombie shoot 'em game that's pretty much what you expect. That's You've the one game those. that I played when I had the Oculus branded thing for my Galaxy phone was the zombie mm-hmm. cowboy shootout thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so those are kind of standard. You see those whenever virtual reality happens, you know, somebody says, oh, here's this new virtual reality device. They always show somebody shooting things, rushing toward them and the person freaking out as the things get right. closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's that. But it's a lot of fun. I'm I've enjoyed it so far. I know it was a gift for you. Do you know what they run? 249. Oh, that's not terrible. For the one that I got. 
I know there's a cheaper model that's like one ninety nine. Yes, but of course, gig since it was 64. my Amazon list, I put the higher priced version. Of course, up there. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. you're not stupid. Aim high, aim high. You got to do it. Yeah, really enjoying it. All right, we've talked about several kind of different virtual reality things over the life of this show. Things that Mo, you've tried out through your work, or the oh, yeah. know, one with my phone, but uh, they, they all kind of weren't fully baked. It seemed, but this one sounds like it's a little more fully formed. Yeah, it's ready to go out of the box. There's no weird hiccups or anything like that. Or like, oh, I wish they had done this better. It takes a little while to get used to the menu and navigation system. They don't explain that part really well. So that may be the one stumbling block when you're first starting out with this device. Well, cool. Well, you mentioned that it uses Plex Mm -hmm. uh, and you and I have uh, had a little uh, fun with (laughs) media acquisition for (laughs) Plex lately. Right. What have you been doing on the back end to, uh, to prep? I know we spent some time offline preparing your environment. What are you looking at? Right now, you and I have both in the past, we had used a system called Sick Rage. So mm-hmm. you'll recognize that name, Sick Rage. It's off of the Sick Beard system, and it's essentially a television show aggregator. So you plug in a television show name to it, and then it lists all the episodes for you. Mm-hmm. It'll go out based on search provider parameters that you enter into it, find those episodes, download them automatically to your device, and then you can start playing them with Plex or Cody or whatever. Sucks them right into your library yeah. for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that whole gray area, public domain. Is it really it's all public domain? There's no gray or not kind domain. of thing. Yeah, we know George's criteria. <laughs> it's, it's in the public and it's on some domain. Therefore, it's public. It's, it's, it's public, public domain. domain. That's right. <laughs> but we have had some issues of late because Sick Rage has a divided camp house, so to speak. There was the guy who apparently originally oh, named it and maybe wrote some of the code. It's a little confusing. And then there was the other group who has been maintaining it for the last several years, I guess. They apparently were at a crossroads. He sued them or was complaining to GitHub about they can't use the Sick Rage name, so he took it back over from them, and it screwed your sick rage up when you ran an update. So you said, don't it do it the did for me. It made my database not usable any longer. I was dead in the water. I had to come up with a new solution. Right. Yeah. And you found another one called Medusa, which seems to be based entirely on the same code, but because it has a different name, apparently the jerk guy can't say anything about it. He can't get his fingers on it, right? It's a little bit nicer <laughs> in that some of the user interface functions are a little bit better than the sick rage ones were as far as where buttons are placed and how they're used and things like that. It's the same core system. And it'll even use, as we found when we moved mine from sick rage to Medusa, it'll use that same database that sick rage had always used. Cause all we did was copy yeah, well, that. If over your database that didn't get screwed over like mine did. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. One of the things I know about Sick Rage, which I kind of bothered me, is that the interface itself is really slow. It is a little slow, yeah. Is this still the same problem? It's still slow a little bit. Yeah, it's. I don't even think it's HTML5. I think it's straight HTML. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little slow. It's a little sluggish, but it's not like you're in the interface all the time. Oh, no, no, Once no. you yeah. set it up and let it do its thing, you're only going back in there in theory to add a new show to it or take away a show that's ended its run or something like that. Or look for gaps that didn't fill yeah. Yeah, like maybe an episode didn't download or something. I will say, though, something that just recently happened starting last night or the night before since we set up my Medusa, for whatever reason, 
it's going out there and trying to download a bunch of episodes that I already had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I had that pain when I migrated over to maybe some rule or setting that you got to make sure that you tell it. This is archived. It's not just not here. Mm-hmm. I actually had it and it's gone now. I had it downloading hundreds of things. I'm like, hey, that's like three years ago. Don't go get that. Yeah. And the problem for me <laughs> is that since I'm on Comcast and Comcast has bandwidth download limits, it used up uh, 90% of my download <laughs> right, wow. like in the first day. So I've had to turn it off until January 1st, and then I'll go and reset it. SickRage doesn't do the downloading itself. It just places like a torrent file or something somewhere where your torrent Mm -hmm. program can go get it. So I'll probably have to leave my torrent program off and so that I'm not automatically downloading stuff until I can figure out what setting is where that's causing these things to happen. But other than that, it's a decent system. It seems to be pretty stable. Well, good. And you're over that hump. You know, I wholeheartedly recommend business class broadband. There's no bandwidth cap. Yeah, but there is a wallet cap. <laughs> well, it's no, it's not bad. It's it's like a it's like 150 bucks or something. It's not terrible. Uh, well, in Jacksonville, Tallahassee's a oh, whole different oh, city. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm paying 100. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot you city? lived in the woods. I'm paying close to 150 <laughs> just for the personal home. It's another 150 oh, okay. for the business class over here. Yikes! Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, good luck with that. I uh, <laughs> hope you can uh, live the rest of the uh, the month out on uh, the available half a gig that you have that you can use. <laughs> <laughs> This is the perfume no two women can share, cachet. It picks up each woman's special chemistry and creates a new, totally unique fragrance on every woman who wears it. Drawn and Paneled is a brand new comic book focused podcast from Gen X Grown Up. Hey, I'm George. And I'm Jason. Every Wednesday, we bring you news, reviews, interviews, insight, and commentary on the comic books we love. And we cover everything from the golden age to the modern age. If you're a comic book fan who enjoys going beyond the page to learn about the history and creators who bring the characters to life, we're for you. You can find Drawn and Paneled wherever you listen to podcasts or on our website at Gen X Grown Up. Talk to you guys soon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for Generation X to proudly present Gen X Grown Up segment of games. That, that's getting really polished there, George. Nice. Yeah, no, we're, should, we're nice. Should, I'm saying in my sleep all the time. I'm in front of mirrors. Do you practice? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's start with you, George. I know that uh, you had said you weren't playing a whole lot, but we've had some time off. Mm-hmm. We've had the break. You know, work has been a little lighter. Yeah, uh, a little bit. What are you playing? I'm playing another mobile game. This is one that my okay. wife is obsessed with, and she was sitting on the couch playing it, and I was trying to talk to her and she completely ignored me. (laughs) Ignoring you more than usual. And then every now and then when she did want to interact with me, it was like, here, honey, help me with this. I'm like, no. Okay. So are we just playing your game together? Is that what we're doing? All right, fine. I'll go take a look at this game. So I did. Is that what I've devolved to? It's called Wordscape. I don't know if either of you have heard of this game or played it. I'm guessing it's pretty popular because there's already a sequel out there for it. Hmm, Not me. It's a mobile app game. Essentially, it's like a crossword puzzle with word scramble. So you have a crossword style board and beneath it, you have a little round section that has letters in it. Your job is to take those letters and draw a line with your finger between the letters to form words that will then fill in the crossword puzzle. There's no clues. There's no theme to the puzzle or anything like that. It's just, here's six letters. Here's a crossword thing. You can see like there's a six letter word. There's some five letter words, some three, fours, that kind of thing. Just figure out all the different words that can possibly go there. 
That's the whole game. I feel like I've seen something like it, but I'm sure it wasn't called this. What you described sounds like a cross between like a crossword, a word search and boggle. A little like you're bit. Trying to yeah, make up that's words. good. Yeah, Is it's that? got that boggle okay. element in it as well. So it's fun in that there are very pretty scapes. That's where the word scape part of it comes in. All the backgrounds are professional okay. photography looking backgrounds, you know. Oh, um, okay. and those are somewhat themed, but they have nothing to do with a puzzle. In other words, like there's a, a level that's pretty. forest. And so all the backgrounds that are in that one are different pictures of leaves or trees or things of that nature. Then there's a desert one and that's stuff from the Grand Canyon and the Mojave Desert and that kind of thing. Is this multiplayer, single, single player, player, both either? The only multiplayer element, there are occasional tournaments that just crop up out of nowhere and you're playing against other people. You're trying to get more of a higher score than they are during the time period that the tournament goes on, which so far seems to be around 48 hours for the whole tournament. And then at the end of the 48 hour period, it just says here is who did the best and because they were in the top 10 they get this many coins or they get this many of that thing or okay so it's more of just like a like a high score it's not so much competitive as it is who did the best in their own little environment yeah okay Huh. And huh. cost free. It's free. Pay, pay, there pay to there play? are okay. some elements that you can pay for, of course. You know, you can buy more coins or you can buy more helper devices that will help you reveal the letters when you're stuck, that sort of thing. But, you know, as long as you have a decent vocabulary, you're probably not going to need any of that stuff. It's mm-hmm, right. none of the words are terribly difficult. You know, it's words like alloy. You know the word alloy. You'll figure it out. It's just, there is one neat little device that allows you to hit this button and it rearranges the letters on the wheel. So if you get stuck, you hit that little device, it rearranges them. Maybe it like sparks an idea like, oh. It gives you a fresh perspective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do that when I play Scrabble. I'm like, I have no idea. Let's mix them up and see if exactly. I have no idea. Right? <laughs> so yep. pretty fun little game. Simple. All right. I've got plenty of hours okay. into it so far, and it's free. So And, and for yeah, free. You're going to beat your Cory uh, system no matter what. Crushing the Corys. <laughs> Mo, what about you? You playing anything? <laughs> yeah, actually, um, my, my daughter was very nice this Christmas to me, and she got me a gift card on Steam. So nice. nice. Always a winner. Yep, always a good one. So I wound up getting a game called Jurassic World. Like from the movie? Yeah, it is, but it's really, you're basically building the park. And you have to manage oh, it. Oh, like, a, like a sim park. Like a city builder. Yeah, like a sim like, park yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Except you're building the thing with dinosaurs. Oh, that sounds fun. I've never heard of that. It actually is kind of neat because you actually have to like send people out to go find genetic code for dinosaurs. And then you have a thing that makes the actual dinosaur for you. And you could tweak the DNA on them to give them different traits, slightly oh, different traits. Oh, do you have little Mr. DNA, like the little cartoon guy? Does he help you? <laughs> no, there's no oh, Mr. DNA. Oh, man. I miss Mr. DNA. Although they did have Malcolm from the movie, the guy who played Malcolm. Yeah, right. Jeff Goldblum. But the thing is that he's, he's actually narrating most of the game. Oh, okay. Which is kind of neat. Oh, that's pretty baller. You okay. Know? And of course, yeah. he has like all the snide remarks and stuff in it. He's like, yeah, what could possibly go wrong? You know, <laughs> things like that. My number one question is, do you get to feed the dinosaurs by lowering a goat down into the paddock on <laughs> yes, the little sling? Do you really? I was yes, totally kidding. I was completely <laughs> no, joking. They, they That's these awesome. feeders that you can actually put and a little goat will come up out of the oh, ground. Oh, yeah, like the oh, T-Rex goat, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, and it starts you off like easy. And the thing is that you have to, it actually is a theme park you're making. So you start off with, you know, an empty sure. thing. You have a couple dinosaurs and you have to build hotels and then you have to build emergency shelters oh, for I people. Oh, I bet. Yeah, of course, nice. emergency shelters. Yeah, I'm no kidding. <laughs> shit's going to go down. Power. Yeah, I mean, and I think they did a good balance of what you have to manage without making it so much that you don't have fun anymore. You know, like you have to micromanage yeah, 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 everything. Yeah, yeah. Just like the right level. You always wonder about games like that, you know, like truck 
driver simulator, farming simulator, you know, yeah. and like that's work. Right. Why am I going to play a game that's work? <laughs> you know, so you got to make just be gamified just enough. So do you guys remember this old Pokemon game where you had to take pictures of the Pokemon? Pokemon Go? No, it wasn't Go. It was basically a pretty nonviolent game. All you did was you in the cart and you had to take pictures of Pokemon. That's all you had to huh. do. But you got points depending on how well you framed them what they were doing, if they're doing something I've interesting. Seen, I've played games that are like that, where you have to take pictures of stuff. and So they actually had that aspect in this, where you could go, part of ways you can make money is you can send your little Jeep guy that you control, so it's like you're controlling it from a first-person perspective, driving a Jeep around inside the enclosure, trying Just to get taking pictures. taking a photo safari of dinosaurs. Yeah, of the dinosaurs. And the better okay. the pictures, huh. the more money Well, yeah, because that's marketing campaign tools, so it draws more people into the park. That's exactly guess, what it is. Right? Yeah, exactly. I said, yeah. George would totally love that part. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you know, I said, I think it's it's a really neat game. And um, I just recently did my first carnivore, which made it fun. Oh, boy. Yeah, I stuck with the plant animals first, and now I'm on the carnivores, and I'm trying to keep it from eating everything else, but it's okay. I mean, as they say, you got this on Steam, and I know that Steam is currently running their winter sale. Was it on yep. sale, or do you it how, was much, on how much sale. did it run? It was nineteen. Yeah, okay. nineteen on sale. So it's a so it's a premium it's, yeah. title. It's probably thirty forty bucks. Still, so. Yeah, it just came out like uh, for the holidays, I believe. Oh, okay. All right. But definitely, especially for these kinds of games, I you know, for me to get 20 hours in it over time is not that hard. So I think I'm going to get my quarries out of it. Oh, sweet. All right. So that's my exciting thing. How about you, John? Uh, I have something I've been playing that is a throwback to our Gen X roots. Everyone has played Lemmings, that great Absolutely. title that started on Amiga. Your little uh, green haired guys that will just keep walking themselves oh, no. to oblivion unless you uh, give them a job. Yeah. <laughs> Unexpectedly, during the holidays, a brand new Lemmings game popped up on mobile, produced by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Really? By Sony? Mm-hmm. Now, if you think about, imagine playing Lemmings with a touchscreen. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that'd be easy, so much easier. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're this tiny little Lemmings, and you have to click on them in just the right places. So because of that, because you have no mouse, they really kind of reimagined Lemmings a bit here. So take like, combine like maybe 80% Lemmings, 10% Angry Birds and 10% Load Runner. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All good choices there. Yeah. So they've they've changed up the way that you you don't click on lemmings to make them do something. Instead, you click on a space in the world, and the next lemming that crosses that space does that task. So if oh, I need a lemming to be a blocker, I say, well, this point, it's like a grid, this point on the screen, that's where I want a blocker to be. So the next lemming that gets there, he'll put up his hands like he's a traffic cop and he's a blocker. Typical lemmings. If you need him to build something, you say at this spot, I need you to build up. And the next one that gets there, will start building with little bricks. The mechanics are pretty darn good. The implementation is cool. And if you like it in small doses, it's an awesome game to play. A little bit of a throwback to lemmings. Okay, cool. The one thing I don't like about this lemmings Uh-oh. Is how Sony worked to microtransaction the hell out of you if you are weak. If you're weak. (laughs) If you're weak. Now, I've not spent a penny on it because I don't like, especially their pricing structure is crazy, but we've all played games that have this model where what you have is you have a fixed amount of time or energy or gems or whatever to spend. And when you stop playing and they run out, you can either wait for them to all Until refill, which takes a few time. hours, right. or you can pay to refill, right? The way you spend that currency, which are these coins, every time you tell Lemmings to do something, that costs money. So you can oh. run out of energy in the, in the middle, middle of, of a level. Oh, that's so Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my so God. you're like, do I give up on the level or do I pay 99 cents to refill my energy? By the way, just give up on the level because you always do it again. Uh, they even have this crazy, I can't believe the pricing structure. Uh, if you'd like to have unlimited energy for two hours, $6.99. What? what? 
<laughs> right. Exactly. That's not, you, there's no way you can't get you. Co- you get your yeah, $7 <laughs> to play unlimited. I don't want to play this game for two straight hours. Anyway, I have a huge thumbs up and a huge thumbs down for this game. Implementation oh of Lemmings on mobile. Brilliant. Well done, fun to play in small bursts. The way they try to soak you and and get money out of their audience and get them addicted to playing over and over, huge thumbs down. I would have easily paid $5 for this on mobile for the full complete game so that I could enjoy it. But the way they did it, be careful. If you have a compulsive personality and want to play Lemmings, maybe don't even download this. I'm not going to tell my wife about this drain the bank. We'll we'll have no money by the end of the month. (laughs) She's like, I had to pay $4 to finish the level. (laughs) No, you didn't. You could have waited. Yeah, I didn't want to. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Bob's almost done. (laughs) (laughs) So worth trying. The puzzles are fun. The way it's implemented, go for it. Just be careful. Know what you're getting into. They're trying. It's a for-profit business. 100% watch out. Wow. Maybe if you have a compulsive personality, maybe you shouldn't find it. (laughs) That's my point exactly. Yeah, maybe that's a good thing. The Babysitter, starring Patty Ducaston, William Shatner, Stephanie Zimbalist, and John Houseman, will continue in a moment. Monday on That's Incredible, the human fly performs the ultimate test of physical and mental endurance. We always like to take a moment here toward the end of the show to talk about what things we're looking forward to in the movies or games or technology between now and the next time we get together. Uh, Mo, let's start with you. What are you looking forward to on the horizon? Well, I'm looking forward to a show that is already on the air, but they're coming back with new episodes. Is Drunk History? Oh yeah, yeah. you guys have watched it. Yeah, I I watched a few of them. I just love that show. I have no idea why, because it's (laughs) kind of silly. But Fourteenth, I think, is the new first next episode, and they have like six or seven more episodes coming out after that. So you know, I'm pretty excited because it's been a while and I haven't had my fix. It's good dumb fun. It It is. is. I enjoy it. It's almost like it's written, but then they just kind of get drunk and ad lib it, and we'll see if if it's (laughs) yeah if if that turns out better. (laughs) So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. How about you, George? I'm pretty sure I got the dates right. So January third is the date that this episode should come out. And that same evening, a little bit later on, after you've listened to the Gen X Grown Up podcast, which should be your first thing to do that day. After you've done mm-hmm. that, first thing in the morning, turn on the television. The Rock has a new TV show. It actually looks kind it of does. interesting. It's called The Titan Games. The whole trailers and everything, it's like a Titan isn't born, he's built or something or other. So it looks like these people are all competing to become Titans. They're not just, it's not the American Gladiator style where there's all these big, huge athletes that are trying to prevent regular people from winning it seems to be (laughs) it's these super athletes who are competing to try and see who's the best and win some kind of a prize but it's produced by the rock with some kind of a physical challenge or like obstacle course kind of thing so it's kind of like ninja warrior kind of maybe but instead of you know hanging from things on the side of a wall or something like that. These people are swinging sledgehammers at giant metal balls and stuff. So oh, geez. instead of the, the more nimble athletic style athletes, these people are like giant, huge, strong people. Yeah, It looks pretty strong and in the trailers. It looks kind of uh, inspirational too. Like he chooses people that have had like struggles in sure. their life or overcome adversity or something. So, which is kind of, I mean, as the rock tends to do, you know, Dwayne Johnson seems to be kind of altruistic and reach out to the under, dog often so he's yeah a, he's a friendly most of the guy stuff that his company bit. produces is that way you're right the yep. person that's not expected to win it's the underdog story that kind of seems to be the theme throughout his whole uh seven bucks production company everybody yep. loves the underdog what about you john yeah yeah for sure i'm looking forward to something that nobody else is okay <laughs> <laughs> already released is something i was really looking forward to though we didn't talk about it on the show is uh we talked about uh, john c Riley earlier but will ferrell and john uh, 
Riley did another film, Holmes, Holmes and Sherlock Watson. Holmes. So they did Step Brothers. They did Talladega Nights. This film, I was like, this looks fun. The trailers were neat. This thing has about a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> there are stories about people walking out of the honest. theater and asking for refunds. But at this point, now it's a challenge. <laughs> I want to go and see if I can find something to enjoy in it. I, I don't know what's so terrible. What is so bad? It's, have you seen these reviews? It's just they're No, I haven't seen any oh, of the it's reviews. the yet. most asinine of anything. I love John C. Riley. Obviously, he's the voice of uh, Wreck-It mm-hmm. Ralph, but outside of that, I just like his oh, personality. Yeah. He's, I like he's... his demeanor as an actor. And Will Ferrell. Uh, and Will Ferrell. Yeah. Is, he's my anchorman. Right. You know, he's my Ron Burgundy. And those guys together, hilarious. It's I Maybe this was just an excuse to get the two of them on the screen for a quick cash grab. But it's a challenge now. I mean... <laughs> I want to see it to see if I am also going to hate it. So I'm looking forward to the challenge of watching Holmes and Watson. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to see it in the theater. Well, there you I, go. I, I swear I'm not going to wait for it to come out. There we go. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I was kind of looking forward to it also. But then I, when I started looking at these reviews, I was like, oh, my God. There was that nobody will, saying anything good about it. We <laughs> talked a couple episodes ago about, you know, don't let the reviewers sway you if it's interesting to you. But sometimes, you know, 8,000 people can't be wrong if they all agree. It's like, well, maybe. <laughs> the legendary Jeep Vehicles. They've been transporting troops, delivering mail, weathering storms, and winning races longer than a lot of vehicles have even existed. Today's Jeep CJ is taking more kids to school, more couples out on the town, and more families to paradise lost than ever. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know, so if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. If you have a friend who hasn't yet discovered Gen X Grown Up, tell them about us. They will thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show, so hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. That is going to wrap it up for this edition of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. Of course, we will be back in two weeks with a regular edition of the show. And next week with our backtrack, where we pick a single topic and dig in deep on that. We will be talking next week about Gen X music platforms. Cool. We're talking about how we got our music oh, back before the iTunes era. I thought you meant like the music would be standing on different levels No, George, it's not going to be music like- standing on different platforms, <laughs> literally. Sometimes it's just figurative. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because we had, you know, we had cassettes and LPs and all that cool stuff. A lot of those are gone or back in a, for, as a collectible, but for us, it was the way we got our music, and we're going to talk about that next week on The Backtrack. Sounds like fun. Until then, I am John. Mo, thanks so much for being here. Always fun, man. George, always appreciate you. Yes, sir. And fourth listener, you know we appreciate you most of all, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye, everybody. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? No games, no puns. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. This podcast is an affiliate of the GWW Radio Network. Visit Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, TV, cosplay, and more. That is going to wrap it up for this ep... One more time. (laughs) Five, four, three. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. 
Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.